Welcome back to the Waggle and Lift podcast, everybody. Hey, Special guest in house for this one. Big one. Uh, Kenny Harms is in the house. Welcome back to the podcast, Kenny. Great to be here. All right. Um, yeah, I know Kenny's obviously has joined our podcast at least twice, maybe three times. And, third time. I think and, this is the third time. And this is the yeah, third time. Three, so. And so um, it's such a pleasure to have you in. It's a big week here in L.A. Um, obviously, Ken, all, all, Kevin Na, who you work for, always plays Riviera. You're out there today. Uh, what are your impressions of the golf course? The golf course is a phenomenal shape. It's, you know, the, the greens are hard, they're fast, and they're going to get harder and faster because we're not have any rain. Um, there isn't any rough. So, you know, you're going to see, I think you're going to see the scores low at first and then. Hey, Kenny, not to interrupt, but talk a little bit. Oh, closer. There, you right, go. there you go. There um, you go. I think you're going to see some low scores Thursdays and Fridays, and then Saturday and Sunday, everybody's going to be holding on. So, going to hopefully play like a U.S. Open by Saturday and Sunday, and hopefully, you know, somewhere between seven and ten under wins. Nice. Yeah. That's usually where it is, right? So, you expect it to firm up and uh, play a little tougher over the weekend? Yeah, because when, when we got here on Monday, they were, the greens were a little slower. My buddy played in a pro-am, so it kind of was out there for, for a yeah. little bit. Um, and uh, today, the greens were a little faster, and, you know, according to the guys playing in the pro-am, the greens are getting a little firmer. So, yeah, yeah. it should be fun by Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it's such a great golf course. You got a you, you or Kenny have a favorite hole out there? Um, there's so many great holes. You know, <laughs> honestly, ten's my favorite. It's my I love favorite. Tee off on ten. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite short hole in the world. Yeah. I mean, and you see, you know, there's not a hazard there, and you see more doubles on yeah. a hole that's literally <laughs> 270 yards to the front of the green. It's unreal. It is, it's unbelievable. If the pin is back, we lay up with a five-wood at the left edge of the bunker and just use his wedge game because he's got the best on tour. So, yeah, you know, if the pin's up front and the wind conditions are right, we'll try to knock it on or knock it over, and then yeah. it's a pretty simple up and down. Nice. I like it. Um, so Kenny's off to a good start this year. I mean, Kevin's off to a good start. You are. Both, both <laughs> you are off to a good start, let's be honest. Yeah, all well, the start of 2020, yeah. the season, this, you know, the start of the year, calendar year this year has uh, been yeah, a little shaky. A little shaky. Well, yeah. you had a good week last week at Pebble. A yeah, yeah, week. yeah, a decent week. Could have yeah. been could have been unbelievable been if better. he just listened. <laughs> you know how he has a problem listening to me. But, um, yeah, we finished 14th. Um Got off to a great start. We're four under through ten holes at Spyglass, which is obviously the hardest of the three golf courses. And yeah. um, you know, we drove it down the middle of two and missed a missed a green with a nine iron, and the next hole we missed a green with a seven iron, and the next hole we missed a green with an eight iron and three bogeys in a row, and then we whiff a three iron a hybrid on on five and um oh. he gets that up and down. We made a twenty footer. <laughs> and then we got in the middle of the fairway, sitting in the middle of the fairway. He's got some mud on his ball, and he, he 186 the hole is downwind. Yeah. And he pulls out six iron and said, Kevin, it's just, it's, you're going to knock that over the green. You cannot hit it over the screen. You can't play from there. I mean, we've yeah. done it before. You know? And <laughs> you he's like, that? no, I can't get seven iron there. I said, you can get you can get it 20 feet. I said, below the hole is where we want to be. And he's like, no, I'm going to chip this. I'm like, well, you better chip it. Well, it, he did chip it. <laughs> and because of the mud, the ball flew with no spin on it, and then it went over the green, and then he left one there, and then he didn't get it on. And anyway. <laughs> double. Double. And then another Barney Rubble double on the next hole because he was so pissed off yeah. from making double on the hole before. Right. Uh, hit a bad drive. And we actually had to lay it up down the eighth hole right 
by the tee box. So we had 100 yards to the hole, but we literally got like no angle because the yeah. pin is left front and over, you know, literally two yards past that pin goes off the green. So it kind of came out of a little bit, came up short, then chipped the next one over the green. And then oh wow, the next one, I think he had about an eight or nine footer and then I probably read it wrong. Right. I missed it, made double. So, yeah. <laughs> I probably read it wrong. No, I mean, it was me. I'll take blame. <laughs> but, I mean, I was, I was responsible for that double, but yeah. not for the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Kevin does always play this golf course pretty well. Um, what do you guys like about it? What do you, I mean, you said you, there's not a bad hole out there, but how does you guys as a team take it apart? You know, you got to play, you got to play smart. Um, it's a very strategic golf course. Um, he, he tends to play well with golf courses that are tree lined. So he focuses a lot better. Where he gets like to an open golf course, you know, it, it, it's, it's the opposite. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. We've really got to focus on targets when there's no trees and stuff. He just, for some reason, he zones in better. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the golf courses he's won at, um, you know, Greenbrier, pretty much tree-lined. Uh, Colonial this year, tree-lined. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably say that TPC Vegas is not Summerlin. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but, he, you know, he... He lived there for four or five years, so he knows the golf course yeah, extremely right. well, so he's comfortable. But, uh, yeah, and he just, you know, he's a hometown boy. You know, he grew up in L.A., and, um, you know, I think there's this one is the one he wants to win the most, and we've yeah. had, like, three opportunities. Uh, I think we finished second, third, and third, and a couple other top tens in 11th place. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it suits his game really well. Oh, that's good. I mean, and he's obviously he's a hometown boy, so he likes it. What's your favorite part of uh, visiting L.A. this week? You said you got to play some golf. Playing L.A. There. North on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, uh, my favorite works. golf course in Southern California. I, to be honest, nothing against Riv. I love Riv. It's, you know, the, they're a toss-up. I, I think one's ranked like 28th. The other one's ranked like 33rd in the world. Yeah. yeah. And now it used to be Riv was always on top, and now L.A. is on top. Yeah. Um, I think they finally got it right. Yeah, my personal opinion. But um, that and you know he you wants an invite back to LA. Yeah, right? yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've been very fortunate. Kevin's kind of pulled the. I'm going to practice on Monday. I'm like, well, who's caddying for you? Because I'm not. Um, but he's been really good to let me, you know, go over there and play. Yeah, and Monday, yeah. the, the Naylor family's been amazing to host, you know, ten caddies every year over there. So, right. and I'm pretty good friends with their son, so I always get the invite. That's good. There you go. yeah. have, do you have any insight from playing over there about what they're going to do for the U.S. Open? Like, are they moving anything around? Well, or are they I know just going to let it play hard and long. I think they're going to play. I know. I think they're going to bring the fairways in for sure. Yeah. Um, and they are about to scalp the greens. Um, they want to get rid of all the poana that's uh, in them, so okay. they're going to scalp them. So they're a little. They're rolling really good, but they don't look great right now. So mm. it's you know it's I mean, they. Like I said, it doesn't matter what a green looks like if it yeah. rolls well. So, That's true. Um, but you know they could they they really don't need to do much to that golf course because the greens and the undulation and the greens are. It's great. It's, I haven't been awesome. able to play it, but I I walked the, the Walker Cup there, yeah. and yeah. the Walker Cup it was which is great because there's nobody there. And there's basically no ropes, right? So, I mean, right. you're just walking the golf course with the players and people are hitting shots from you four feet away. Yeah. So, I, I had a lot of fun there. It's a great track, too. So, hopefully we get out there someday. Yeah. Did you go <laughs> and check out the monkeys over by the Playboy? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? I, I didn't get on that There's a side. monkey cage there. I know. I, yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, I go every year. And kind of, <laughs> I hang out with it, you know? I mean, yeah, you gotta hang we out are family. Say hi. You know, I mean, you know. Why not? Right. Uh, that's great. That's awesome. Well... 
I, you know, that's a fortunate gift. Um, has any schedule changes this year or pretty much going the same schedule? You know, we didn't play much last year. Right. You know, he had a baby and um, he wasn't feeling well. He broke his finger in the beginning of the year, so we, we didn't play – you know the first three tournaments we were there but we didn't we couldn't play so i think he only played like 20 events last year but normally we play 26 okay um but with that you know he's like well i i didn't play that much but i won twice so yeah. maybe i should not play that much and i'm like well why don't you play more and win, win more, more. Yeah. you know i mean yeah i got you know Baby needs some shoes, yeah. you know, little, yeah. so diapers. Good I need to buy. Cheap. I need to buy a lot more wine. I need to buy yeah. some <laughs> wine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we'll probably play. I know we're playing. You know, next week will be four in a row, and then we're playing a week off. We're taking Honda off, and then we're playing another four in a row. Okay, well, um, that's a, that's that's a lot of golf. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of golf. Seems and like then, he's listening to your advice there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm twisting his arm a little bit, <laughs> especially uh, you know, as long as he's playing the right golf courses. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like we don't play San Diego. It's just. Yeah. We'll play the Open, obviously, next year. Right. Um, but uh, the time of the year, it's not a good golf course for a guy that only, you know, is hits you gotta, 280. You got to you gotta be hitting at 300 in the air. Right? Yeah, it's a tough that's it's a tough just, one. That's a he kick just in the does. Teeth. He wasn't. He wasn't given the great genes for that one. So <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it to the short game. But you know, looking forward to to these next two weeks. You know, Mexico yeah. City is a pretty good golf course for him. We haven't played well there yet, but yeah. Um, hopefully, the third time's a charm. And it's got some. They got trees on that course. So yeah. this year, you guys were in the mix in the talks for Presidents Cup. He was right there. Kevin Kisner, Kevin Na. You know, Brooks backed out and he picked Ricky. Um, did did you guys get a call? Did Kevin get a call from Tiger? And I know it's probably disappointing not to be picked, but I mean, you guys were playing good golf at that time. Scotty thought you should have been there. Yeah, uh, I lobbied. He lobbied. He Thank was you. Lobbying. Yeah, I was lobbying I don't know too. If, I don't know if Tiger listens to the Wagon Whip <laughs> podcast, no. but you know. Um, but anyways, how how was it to be in the mix? And 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 did you guys get any conversations with Tiger there? Um. Yeah, we actually talked to Tiger at uh, the Zozu. Um, yeah, Kevin went over and said something, and he just says, "You know, you better just keep on putting better. You know, just keep <laughs> yeah. on putting better and playing better." Yeah. Um. But you know, they won. He made the right decision. Uh, I think that Kevin Kisner and and Kevin should have both could have been on that team. Sure. But how yeah. do you pick? You know, how do you pick one of those over who they picked? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, Ricky Fowler. One of the great players in the game, and yeah. and Tony Finau is unbelievable, and Patrick Reed is, um, you know, he, Captain America. He wasn't very Captain America at that <laughs> time, that but, week, but you know, yeah. he had some stuff going yeah. on, and we, we yeah, all, you know. <laughs> we all know, but yeah, so we all know, we've all seen it a hundred million times, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was disappointing for sure. Uh, Tiger did let him know that he wasn't on the team, yeah, um, but. Uh, you know, as I know Kisner. <laughs> I know neither one of them were very happy, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, you play the way on the team, and you don't have to worry sure. about being picked. You know, yeah. play better. That's what I always say. You know, just we had the opportunities to continue. If we would have won another time, I think we probably would have been in the pick. But yeah. we finished like nineteenth in Korea, and then we finished like fiftieth in in Japan. So, and then yeah. we didn't even play the World Championships in China. So, yeah. Um, it's hard to spend that much time over there at that part of the season. Yeah, especially when you got a you know baby boy that just came and yeah. you know there's other priorities in life. So absolutely, you know, everything happens for a reason, and uh, 
you know, hopefully we'll we'll have a chance to get on the Ryder Cup this team. I was, was going to say, to segue in, I'm sure that's a goal uh, this year, right? Well, we better start playing better. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to do it right here this week. We'll start right yeah, here. That's right. And, that's right. And speaking of that, and your boy taking care of you, you put a nice little picture up on Instagram. Yeah, that was a, a joke. Nice yeah, watch. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, he, he had a little media thing going and they asked him to bring both of his richard mills <laughs> yeah so um, i mean i didn't know if it was gonna be you or bubba just rocking the richard millie <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm looking like, you know, i'm like because he, he's like hey because we we're going to lunch i was going to lunch and he was going to lunch and we, it was in the bag the whole time but we were there yeah. so he's like he grabbed the watch and he's gonna take it with him and he kind of turned around and looked at me and he goes can you put the watch on? I said, yeah, I'll put the watch on. I said, thanks for the watch, Kev. You know, joking around. Yeah. Uh, and then I and then I didn't even realize it, but he put it. He had a hard time getting it over my hand because I got pretty big hands. And his <laughs> hand is obviously not as big. So he had to widen <laughs> yeah. the band. And then he put it on upside down. And so then I post it, you know, kind of like, yeah, he, gave, he did give me the watch to put on. And he didn't really give me the watch. But then everybody's like, oh, my God, you got the greatest boss in the world. Like, well, he is the greatest boss in the world, but a he didn't car, give me the watch. A car. car. A car. Richard Millie. Yeah. You could buy, buy six of those yeah. cars. Well, 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 no, actually, you could buy, well, uh, the car was $420,000. Okay. So that car was worth a lot of money. We didn't know it at the time, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it turned yeah, out that's that. That's a pretty uh, big gift. Yeah, actually, it was four hundred twenty-five thousand. It go. cost Charles Schwab. Um, and then, did he ever figure that out? And then say, well, "Oh yeah, yeah." Steve Strope was there, the guy that built it. He's in Simi, California. <laughs> yeah. uh, brilliant design. I mean, phenomenal. Um, when we when we got done with the awards, we went down to do the presentation, start up the car, yeah, yeah. And, and first thing Kevin goes is like, "So, so what's up with this car? What's in it?" He goes, "Well, you got this." He goes, "No, no, 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 no." How much money is it worth? <laughs> and he goes, well, it's only worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. <laughs> he says, but we got $185,000 in parts, and then we've got another $200,000 in labor, and then the cost of the car that was to buy it was, I think, twenty five grand, and then the shipping and everything. And it turned out to be 425000 Charles Schwab <laughs> paid to have that car done. So, wow. yeah, he was like, you know what? You deserve it. You know, we, we, we've got a great relationship, and... Um, that's yeah, awesome. it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's right next yeah. to my two Porsches. So. That, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so let's get to the fun stuff. There's no better reviewer of pizza and wine on tour than yourself. Mm. So where are all the places you're eating and drinking this week? Um, you know, I I, uh, I actually was, I wasn't sure what I was doing and how I was getting here because Kevin, we were going to probably fly private down, but he decided last minute to fly to his home, pick up his family, and then bring them over here on yeah. Monday. Yeah. Right. So I went to the airport with him and just picked up an Alamo, ran a car, and drove just it drove down, down here. Nice. Uh, staying in Airbnb with my buddy that was playing in the Pro-Am. So I picked up uh, two pies on the way down. Um, what was the name of that place again? John and Vinny's. It wasn't really memorable, so I don't remember yeah. it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, John and Vinny's, but your pizza sucks. <laughs> um, oh. Way too much flop. I mean, it's a 12-inch pizza. It should not have any flop. And the first thing I did was I pick it up and the thing went, <laughs> I mean, so automatic two-point deduction. Yeah. But actually, the, the crust actually was decent. So, I mean, it... So let me defend John Vase a little. Yeah, yeah. So two great chefs. And yeah. they started with Animal in cool. L.A. here. Um, but I think most people tell you the best thing on the menu at John Vinny's is not the pizza. Yeah. It's, it's the pasta. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't know the that. The chicken parm is oh. really good there. But here's the thing. I was trying to get into Piazzano. 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 Right there. Right next Pizzano. Okay. Right there. So I called them. Yeah. 
and it went to voicemail. So I left a voicemail. Nobody got back to me. So well, I'm not going. Uh, so that's that's, that's what I said. So I went with the next one. I'm like, I got on the app, and I'm looking at the app while I'm driving, which I'm not supposed to do. I yeah. know it's California, but yeah. you know there was nobody on the road. Uh-huh. Um, so I went in, and I checked it out. So I, I, I whiffed on uh, Vito's, but I wound up going. So it had good reviews. So I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And it wasn't like I'm, I'm not – it wasn't. It didn't suck. I'm just kidding about right, that. Yeah. It was a decent pizza, but it shouldn't have any floppage. The they got to yeah. get the crust right because the taste was decent. But you got a huge the deduction for, for the flop. flop. Yeah, yeah, two point deduction. Yeah. Yeah. Two two point, so I think it was a. What did I give it? A six point uh, eight. Six point seven. Six point seven. Six point eight. Which is actually it's a respectable pie. There you go. You know, it's not. But not memorable. Not memorable. Not memorable. Your words you gotta get You got to get into the sevens to go back and have it again. Yeah, there you go. A lot so, of hype. A lot of hype over it. A lot it, of hype. My and favorite place here in town is Joe's in yes, Santa Monica. It's the best. Joe's, is, Joe's yeah. is the best New York style pizza, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think I gave it a seven, eight or seven, yeah. nine. But you're wow, going to go have uh, Vito's tonight. And uh, I think I'll be interested because that's very similar to Joe's. Yeah, it's either New Vito's style. tonight or tomorrow. Or actually, it actually might be Friday night because you know I don't have a date, Valentine's Day. So. <laughs> wow. And everything is booked. So I'm probably going to everything will be pie, you know? What I mean, I'm yeah. kind of stuck with pizza, so yeah. maybe I do Vito's tomorrow night and then go back to Joe's, or maybe I go and I get pizza from both of them. Yeah, and oh. do the, the battle, the battle, the battle of pizza. Santa Monica pizza. Well, That's Valentine's right. Day present to yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, if and you want nice to come back over, <laughs> my wife and I are going out to dinner at five o'clock. That was the oh. only time we could get a reservation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're I can babysit while you guys go to dinner. Well, no, we can come back over oh. and bring the pizza. And oh, okay. Pizza. There you go. <laughs> The, the three of you or the four of you. Yeah, yeah. Was sweet Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, I'll come over too. <laughs> yeah, let's bring not, a pizza not? and bring a bottle of wine. Bring a bottle of wine. Yeah. V- funny, Vito's is right next to uh, a hospital, St. John's, where my wife gave birth. And I didn't know about Vito's then. It was This was just in July. And then, my, but my, we had friends that also gave birth there. And I, um, and Dave's like, oh, did you go to Vito's? Did you go to Vito's? I'm like, no. Why don't you like, what's Vito's? Why don't you tell me to go? Like, he's like, oh, I, I went there like three times while she was in. I went once. I had a beer and pizza while she was like, you know, getting herself together or whatever. And and I uh, I ended up going back the next two days and bringing pizza back to. The, I'm like, why didn't you tell me about this? I wow, like went so and got like good. Panera or some shit. Um, but then I had it and it's really good. Is it? So now I'm All a little. Right. I'm oh. like, I'm ready for another baby. Now you're to, on the hook. Just to yeah. go. So if it sucks, yeah. you're on the hook. <laughs> so now I'm on the hook. Yeah. yeah. So just bring this back. Um, you looking forward to the majors this year? Anyone stand out that you guys think you can be successful at? Um, like the obvious one that comes to me is Harding Park. Yeah, um, Harding Park's a you know uh, tree line. Yeah, you know, obviously California. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts there? Yeah, we played um, we played the match play there one year, and we got drummed by Matsuyama, and we weren't playing well. Uh, but he wound up winning one of the match. I think he went one one and one or something. But um, the golf course suits up. I think it suits his game. Tree lined, uh, small greens. You know, your short game's going to have to come in. Mm-hmm. I, I really like. I like that. I love Wingfoot. You yeah. know, growing up in New Jersey, it was like right across the, the bridge. I played there a couple times, and um, I think he's going to be able to play there as well. The one that uh, unfortunately is not going to be good for him, which normally is, I think he has the best opportunity is to win an Open Championship. Yeah, but he hates. Uh, Royal St. George's. I hear everybody hates and Royal St. Let George's. me tell you something. I don't understand why they're having a golf tournament there. It's terrible. Really? Yeah, and that's, I, that's... I don't say anything bad about golf courses over there because that's right. that's my favorite place to go right. and caddy. Right. And this place is 
You've heard it's that fifty percent luck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you hit you hit balls down the middle of the fairway, and you could be in a bunker. I mean, it, there's just it's just a funky golf course. Yeah, well, I, yeah, um, I hear people. I mean, I, I've heard other pros complain that you get. You know, you can hit the ball right down the middle, and you can end up like just dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you don't get rewarded right. for great golf, right? right. right. And so, therefore, it's unpredictable, but, which makes your job impossible. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, if, uh, yeah. If but, it's not already, let's be honest. Well, yeah. Well, the good thing is, is, is that you know, if he probably, if he doesn't listen to me, he might get lucky and get a good bounce, <laughs> yeah. a bad bounce. So you just, you just never know. But I think you're gonna, you go over to that golf course, and you're like, you, you just, you're not sure. Of, What's going to happen? Yeah. Because every single shot, it could be, you could hit the perfect shot and, and not get rewarded. Yeah. So, except for the par threes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's quirky. It's really quirky. But, you know, the guy that has the right mental attitude going into that's probably going to do extremely well. Yeah. You got to be able to roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, same thing with Lynx Golf. You got to be able to do it at the U.S. Open, too, but it's obviously mm-hmm. completely different. Um so, all right. So you like the chances at Harding Park. You like the chances at uh, at Wingfoot. Wingfoot. I'm looking forward Augusta, to Augusta. Augusta is um, a golf course that I think suits his game. Yeah. He hasn't. I think he's finished 11th or 12th there once. Um, yeah. For short some game and putty. Short. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Short game, but you can and you can spray it everywhere, and it's tree line. No rough. Right. Yeah. No rough. Um, you know, I, I think we've we haven't gone into that tournament yet playing extremely well so hopefully this will be the year but yeah. you know well, zach johnson's zach johnson's won there um you know mike short hitters weir. mike weir's won there yeah so it, it's you know it's zach johnson laid up before every par five yeah yeah, yeah. That was, I, I think it um what do you think about uh the 13th hole there and elongating that hmm you got an opinion oh the par five yeah, yeah. The, yeah third, at augusta at, at augusta yeah stupid you think you leave it? Yeah, I don't think you change that. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's a if you pull it at all, you're in the trees, making yeah. bogey or double. Yeah. If you block it right and hit it through the fairway, you're in those trees. And you, we've all remembered the shot Phil Mickelson yep. hit when he won there. So yeah. it gives you an option if you want to play aggressive. It's a great hole. Yeah. Why are you going to move it 40 yards back now? It's just and gonna not be more give people the option, right? Because then people have to lay up and it becomes an 80 yard wedge contest. Yeah, right. I never. So someone else said that, Scotty, and I was listening to some interview with like Kirk Minahan. He's a Boston guy, and he. Uh, and he's a golf lover, which nobody knows. He doesn't talk about golf. I've never heard of him. Um, <laughs> he's just a radio guy. He's a WWE, WEI radio guy. But I started an interview with him, and he, he, he was talking about Augusta. And he, he talked about, like, the, you know, he's been there three or four times. And every time he goes, he just watches people hit tee shots. At least for one day, he watches people hit tee shots on 13. He's like, it's the most fascinating thing. If they if they make it longer, and I had never thought about this. I, I was kind of like, they should make it longer because they should make it hard. I mean, Bubba yeah. shouldn't be hitting pitching wedges into a par five, but that's a, a select few, right? right? And everybody has to make that decision. So 95% of the field is going to have to make a decision rather than just everybody will hit three wood and lay up or driver and lay up and then you'll make it, you know, it's just, it takes the fun out of the hole. And that was the first time I heard that and I completely agree. Yeah, I, yeah. I first yeah. heard that as with Graham Dillette um, at Troy, and I forget the number of the hole, but it's like the 600-yard par five that's way back by the glider port. It's oh, like yeah. the back, back team. And yeah. he was like, this is dumb because we all hit the same shot from 80, 70 yards uphill. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it doesn't reward a really good drive and really good three-wood, right? Like, yeah. And like who wants to just hit the same 80-yard shot no matter where your drive goes, you right. know? 
Well, that's a beautiful thing is you're taking all the risk in the ward and, you know, you hit a little offline your second shot and you hit it in the, in the hazard. Right. I mean, so what are we going to do? We're just going to have everybody, like you're saying, hit driver or lay and then lay up to 60, 70, 80 yeah. yards. Yeah. I mean, people want to see eagles. Right. They want to see birdies. They want to see. They also want to see disasters. Yeah, they, want they want to see, see the doubles of people banging it off <laughs> right. the trees and not getting it out or losing their, their ball and yeah. having to you know hit another yeah. one. Um, so it's going to be interesting because they spent. I think they that was the the most expensive hole ever purchased in the world. They spent like thirty million dollars for that piece of property. Behind it or the hole? Behind the hole because it was there was a hole. Yeah, yeah. So they had to redesign. They paid for the whole redesign of Augusta Country Club. Right. Wow. And then paid for that piece of land, which was, I think, 25 or $30 million. <laughs> like, so for like 30 more yards or something? For, <laughs> yeah, for 30 or 50 <laughs> yards. Yeah. So, I mean... Because they th- can. Because they can. Yeah. Um, but after doing that, I don't see how they're not going to do it. And right. put the team... I mean, it's just... Why they're else would they spend waiting. that money? They're saying they're waiting on the distance reports and everything else, but I don't know. I hope that they kind of listen to some of this feedback that's starting to come out about doing it and the risk reward, and maybe they'll have second thoughts. So, right. So a couple more, we'll get you out of here. But any thoughts on the distance report from the USGA? I know people have been outspoken. Tiger spoke about it. Phil spoke about it. Horschel spoke about it. About what the about distance it? report and how they basically made the recommendation they don't want future generations to keep hitting the ball farther and farther. So what are they going to do? <laughs> well, that's that. that <laughs> what are they going to do? They're going to tell, tell the manufacturers right. where, where the manufacturer's right. titles makes all their money on a golf ball? I mean, right. that's where the money is at in, in golf. Right. You know, the manufacturers, that's why everybody's trying to get in the ball business because that's where the biggest profit is. Right. So when, if every are you going to use one ball then? Yeah, they're not going to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of I think what's great about golf is the fact that like people do hit the ball far and buy new drivers and buy new golf balls, right? right? Yeah. Like, why would you and take that is, away? Well, I, I, why is the score even relevant, right? Well, like, so if people yeah. start shooting thirty or forty under, it, it's yeah, I can't do that. That's 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 great. I don't matter, right? So if if they can get the ball to the hole and and um. We don't, I mean, I just, it doesn't matter to me whether a course is, as a viewer, it doesn't matter whether a course is 8,000 yards or a course is 6,000 yards. And I don't care if the winner is, is one under par or the winner is like, you know, 23 under par. So, I mean, I do like watching the U.S. Open for some of the, for some of the entertainment value the, the, there. US, the U.S. U.S. Open used to be great. <laughs> well, the USGA is just screwing up the U.S. Open time after time after time after time. They have, yeah. And they finally hired a PGA Tour player to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and personally, you know, last last year they had they had the perfect setup. They had the perfect yeah. setup. They had the rough up. They yeah. had the greens. They weren't hard. They weren't. They were fast, but they weren't hard. The fairways were soft. Yeah. And they were watering them Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. They kept the same condition. The golf course never got hard and fast like a U.S. Open should have. And that's why we have 13 under winning a U.S. Open. That should never happen. There should never be double digits. Right. I said that you can control. It doesn't matter how long or how far a golf ball goes. Yeah. It's bring the fairways in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I mean, you look at look at Marion. That's all you really got to do. Marion yeah. is a, is a yeah. short golf course. You yeah. put Marion. 
Okay, you put the pins in no, places I, that yeah, yeah. makes it a little more difficult. Yeah. You get the greens hard and fast, and you get rough. Yeah. And you bring the fairways and put a premium on driving the ball in the fairway. Yeah, absolutely. To bring in the fairways. It's all you It's, it's exactly simple. right. That's I mean, solution. if you look back to the old days when, you know, the massacre when, when Hale Irwin won at six over par at Wingfoot. Yeah. The fairways were all like 20 yards wide. Yeah. And now, like, let's look the Open. When the U.S. Open was at Chinnacock. Yeah. The average fairway the last time in the Open was there was 26 yards wide. Right. For this one, it was 38 yards wide. Mm. Which is So then, what they did was they added 500 yards of length. Right. Instead of bringing – and they did the exact opposite of what should have done. Right. So we made the golf course easier and, and, and more forgiving off of the tee when it should have been the exact opposite. Exact opposite. Yeah. And, and then it, you make the greens impossible because you overdo that, and then you – you know, that's how they screwed up Shinnecock. Well, and the problem was is you, you had a one-dimensional leaderboard. Right. You had the one guy that hits it 300 yards – you yeah. looked at the leaderboard. There was not one short hitter on there. And the reason why is because is that golf course is not designed to be hitting five irons, six irons, and seven irons. Into the holes greens. into the greens right. when they're rock hard. Right. So what happened was is they got out of control. Yeah. And then I, I, one of my buddies is a huge gambler. I called him up. I said, dude, put all the money in the world on tomorrow being the lowest round on Sunday. You never see it at a U.S. Open. He couldn't get to bed, and they obviously knew what was going to happen. Yeah. USGA choked. They put way too much water on it. And then you had... Tommy Fleetwood shooting 62 or 63. <laughs> right, you're right. You know, right. they just can't get it right. They can't it's like get it right. They're going one way or the other way too much. And then your point on Pebble, I think I was, I was, I think you were saying that the point in Pebble was that it made the greens they, too soft. They had it well, and the fairways too soft. They were yeah. still watering them. Yeah, like on no Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and they were so they shaved all the banks down, like on number ten, number eight, yeah. uh, number uh, nine. All the banks were shaved so the ball would run into the water. Well, the ball wasn't rolling, so none of the balls rolled into the water. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, why are you shaving it all down if you're not going to let the, the course play the way it should be played? Right. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think it's like they just, you know, to your point, I think it's just they got to simplify it, right? Just bring, bring the rough in. And that's really all you gotta do, and keep the greens firm and fast. And right. Like, don't don't overthink it. Don't right. overdo it. Let the best players will play the best game, and we'll see what and happens. We'll see. Yeah, give everybody the opportunity. Um, yeah. We know you got to run, but uh, we'll... you got uh, real quick. You got any um, thoughts on this uh, Premier Golf League stuff? You know, the the PGA Tour is signing their new uh, television deal. Yeah, and um, we're going to be playing for a lot more money. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, TPC this year is going to be fifteen million. Supposedly yeah. next year it's going to twenty million. Um, nice. In two thousand and twenty-five, the purses are going to be average eleven million. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't. I mean anything can happen. I haven't seen who's coming up with the billion dollars it's going to take to start this thing. Yeah. Um, and I know that I read just yesterday that they they went and talked to Tiger about it. I don't know what the the players feelings are but right. you know if you're going to guarantee some guy like tiger 500 million dollars a year or 300 million dollars a year you're going to also have to give him part of that to get him to play they're going to have to give him part of the whole piece of the puzzle right you're going to have to give him a share of the because without him yeah it isn't going to work right so you know i am hoping that i personally i mean it could be kind of interesting but um if it does happen i think it's going to be you know the pga tour is going to be in 
some trouble. Yeah, I, some I'm trouble. I'm voting for it. It doesn't happen. I think it's a bunch of like from what I've read or briefly, and I don't I'm not an expert on it, but from what I've read, I think it's like a bunch of Saudi money that's 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 going right. up and doing it. But mm-hmm. supposedly, like oil money. I don't think anyone yeah. knows for sure. Yeah. Well, there's, but, there's supposedly there's two guys from England that's also involved in well, this. The thing. guys yeah, that still. played with Phil in that Saudi the pro am with Phil in the mm-hmm. Saudi Open uh, that yeah. they just had. Um, but yeah, I think, but it's interesting because some people think that like, look, if the money's big enough over there, if they're just going to give $20 million purses, like for, you know, regular tournaments, like some people are going to go play. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if, would you take off, you know, will pros end up taking off, uh, you know, the John Deere classic to go play over there? I think they would. I, I, but I don't know. But you got to realize that the PGA tour has to actually give them, uh, get out of jail free card right they've got to get only a certain amount of players can actually take off an event yeah so there are rules that are going to limit that come into play yeah so but personally i don't i don't i think you know with the game is what we have right now i think we have probably the strongest era in all of golf agreed yeah um we've got so many great players we've got so many great personalities yeah you know it's just hard why would you disrupt it um I agree. And, you know, it's, it's just every week it's, you know, there's, you know, last year Tiger or Rory was like 10th or 11th in the world, and now he's number, number one, one again. Yeah. You know, he yeah. got rededicated, and he's focused on playing over here, which yeah. is look at what, what's what's happened. You know, you've yeah. got probably, arguably, I think he's the best player on tour. I've always said that. Yeah. Um, Rory. If if yeah, yeah if Rory actually had when he's playing well, I think he is the best. He, when he's his, putting well, I mean, well, his, his yeah. putting's gotten all, it was it was phenomenal last year, right? Um, and uh, I think he struggled with that in the past. Yeah, that was probably one of the. And then he, you know, he just he lost the the desire, yeah, to go out and, and kill him. You know, he didn't have that Tiger or Jack, you know, yeah. desire or Haler when, you know, he he came at every event just trying to beat everybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think he's got that a little bit back, and you know it's uh, it's fun to watch golf. You know, yeah. no, it's I think it's in I think the game is in as good a place it's ever been right now. Great. The Tigers and, back, and and one excited. of the reasons that it's great is because there's people like Kenny Harms. That's right. And um, <laughs> I mean, no, you got to run. So seven twenty tomorrow. Seven twenty. Seven twenty-seven. Seven twenty-seven. Yeah. Off Duffner. at Riv. To all of our listeners, go see him. Go support him. Um, you got the best logo in the world on your on your hat, the Caddy Network. Yeah, so Caddy Network. It's a great logo. <laughs> yeah, I love the logo. Right, logo's so cool. I mean, I, this, this is only the hat that I wear when I go out at night. That's Otherwise, right. it's Energic, my new sponsor. There you so go. Got to give them some love. Shout out to them. Um, Kenny, What's thank it? you so much. Instagram handle, if you guys want to. Oh, K Harms Twenty Seven. There you K-Harms go. K Harms Twenty Seven. Check it out. Shoot me a, a message. I, I respond to everybody. It's, th- oh, it's true. It's the reason why he's here now. He to does. Everybody. That's right. Clearly, the that's fact how... that he's doing the Waggling with podcast that's... tells you that he responds to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thanks for coming over. Thanks for stopping thanks by. Thanks for Super having nice me. Of, you. of course. Awesome. Uh, anytime. If you win on Sunday, you better come have some wine. When yeah, Ooh. after the when you don't have the seven twenty seven tea time, we'll drink some wine. You got it. Yeah, definitely next up. time for sure. I have some big, pizza. There's a wine cooler. I'll tell you. Hiding. I'll bring the pizza. You bring the wine. All Done. Right, let's go. All right. Yeah. Not John and Vinny's. <laughs> no, no chance. <laughs> we'll see. Well, we'll find out. We'll see how Vito's. Yeah. Yeah. All right.